0: Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, Bill's Pipes, W-Wheels, Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, and I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. And with me on the line, the big one-five himself, none other than the red dog, Tim Ferry. How's it going, Tim?
1: Oh, man, it's going good. Just uh, finished up some dinner, and uh, had, a little, had our practice today at the uh, Legends Racing, ready to settle in for the night
0: perfect well uh, i had to get 15 minutes with you before i let you go to bed um first of all like you've, you've arrived now in crawfords indiana uh for the the legends race what's the feel in the air and uh how'd you enjoy the track
1: man i think the vibe was really good i think uh, a lot of the fans came to watch even though it was Friday afternoon a lot of the teams and team managers and riders and Everybody was kinda of really into it and um uh, seemed like the riders had a good time. The track was really, really rough. Yeah, they had an amateur day all day, so um the track was probably the most difficult. We'll see it, hopefully. That's kind of the vibe okay. I got. Everybody was wanting a smoother track for the for the vets, but um yeah, at all in all it seemed like it was really good.
0: For sure, like any time that you can get uh, the number of uh, race wins and title wins, and uh, just literally legends of the sport, people who have been so iconic for the last twenty, even thirty years, uh, it, it's it's just it's an awe-inspiring uh, thing. That uh, doesn't matter if you're Roger DeCoster or if you're a young up-coming uh, kid. You want to line the fences and uh, watch you guys uh, still make it look pretty easy. Yeah,
1: I think I think most of the guys have been still been riding. Uh, you know, quite a bit at least, you know, not competitively, uh, Wyndham being the latest. So um, I feel like he's got maybe got a little upper hand on everybody as far as competitiveness goes. And I guess we'll see once we get on the track how, how competitive it gets. I, the bye bye got was it was, you know, I think everybody's going to, you know, be a good sportsman and that, that kind of stuff. But uh, everybody's pretty low-key. There's not too much competitiveness going on, but we'll see when the gate drops.
0: I feel that there's going to be a good amount of, uh, of riding around, putting on a show, as well as uh, so some ha- half-hearted aggression and co- competitiveness, because uh, like you, you, you guys are all uh, racers at heart. You put the helmet on, and uh, you see red a little bit, so the, uh, the whole shot will probably be the, uh, the most intense part of the, uh, the race, and then uh, I guess you guys will uh, sort yourselves out and uh, see how the, uh, the laps click down.
1: Yeah, and again, in uh, Carmichael, they got a little bet going of some kind, trying to veto the first turn. So, their focus uh, is really there right now. I know Jeff's always been a good starter, and uh, he loves nothing more than to beat Carmichael and uh, and vice versa, because they got a little little rivalry going, you know, in the booth uh, from Supercross. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens once the gate drops. I think all in all, I think everybody's is really into it. California you know, stepped up and. <clears throat> you know, sent the, you know, had the mechanics down a bike in today. We got a Stanton bike from a dealership. Um and uh but they spent a lot of time and effort and I think Honda was helping you know, Stanton and the them to the Cali truck, so yeah it's a pretty good uh pretty good effort from the teams too.
0: Right on you guys are uh back to being factory riders for the day.
1: Yeah, it's kinda cool. Yeah. It was uh it was weird because, you know, it's been a it's been a long time since uh you know, since I walked into the, the Cali truck, which, you know, is my last home and uh yeah. I felt weird weird but normal. You know, bringing the good guy in and the race and, you know, it's kind of uh kind of exciting, but it actually was uh less nerve wracking and, you know, more normal than I expected.
0: Well uh, given the fact that uh, your starts were not bad not really what you were known for as a professional, wouldn't it be something to uh, uh, squash that bet between uh, RC and Emig by going out there and uh, ripping a whole shot in front of both of them?
1: Yeah you know I, I've already talked about that I would, while they're worried about themselves I'm going to try to sneak up on them so we'll see uh, there you go if it works out.
0: Awesome so uh, are you going to be on a 2016 or a 2015?
1: I'm pretty sure it's a 15, you know, now you say that. I think it's a 15.
0: Um, okay.
1: You know, they didn't say anything about a 16, but um, I have a 15 at home that I ride that carry kind owns of loans me, so um, it felt the same. So, yeah, I think it's just a 15.
0: Perfect. Well, uh, glad to hear that they were able to help you out and uh, put you on something that you'll be comfortable on. Uh, how much riding do you do during uh, on a week-to-week basis? Uh, i got to imagine uh, you're... Like fully uh, engulfed in. You're training a bunch of riders. You're down at the nest there, as well as uh, you got a young one coming along the way. So, uh, hard for you to find time to throw down some laps, even if it's just for fun.
1: Yeah, it seems like, you know, after retiring, each year um, I've run a little less and a little less. And this year, you know, riding was non existent. I've had a bike for almost a year now. It's got the original tires, cans, pockets, all that stuff on it. So, um, anybody that rides knows that, you know, that's not a whole lot of riding in a year. I rode a little bit this week. I rode one day this week, twice last week. But yeah, before that, I, you know, I rode one time throughout the summer just with Loretta's coming up with my kid and, and, uh, the guys that I'm working with, you know, um, at, you know, what they call the nest. It's, uh, yeah, it's too busy. By the time the end, end of the day gets there, man, it's hot in Florida and slow, the last thing I want to do is be on a bike and, and do some motos. Okay.
0: All right on. Well, we're going to go to commercial break for just a second. We'll be right back with uh, Tim Ferry on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show.
1: Hey, this is Jared Steinke, and we're going to commercial. We'll be right back.
0: If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You, too, can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com What's wrong Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of amigo's. For extreme kids like us. the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed.
2: Bills Pipes, the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bills Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bills Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bills Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new cone-look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to Billspipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich Vicky Golden, the JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Coyne. Bills Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bills Pipes and never settle.
0: And we're back. Big MX radio podcast show brought to you by W Wheels. None other than Tim Ferry on the line. Tim, uh, through many of the podcasts that I've listened to from uh, one of your former mechanics I can't remember which one it was uh, but you um, had mentioned that uh, you're very finicky and it takes you a while to uh, you like you're very uh, particular about your bike now that the, co- the competitiveness is kind of uh, not not so prevalent uh, do you find yourself being able to uh, throw your leg over uh, just any ordinary bike and, and still start and feeling somewhat comfortable?
1: You know, uh, yeah, for the most part, depending on the, the competition level or, you know, what I'm doing or how fast I need to go, yeah, on the, on the average level, I don't. I can, you know, hop on the standard bikes. They're so good nowadays. Um, you know, I'm going to have a good time, but, you know, when, you, when the when the intensity picks up and the pace picks up, you know, all those little clickers and adjustments and your suspension settings, all those things make a big difference. So, you know, today, I you know, I was, you know, pretty comfortable right away, but like I'm already like trying to make you know, make an adjustment for tomorrow to you know try to build able to go faster. So that, that that never leaves and I'm really I am really thinking. I think that's kinda of what I've lost interest in riding because I don't have really good bikes anymore. I have standard bikes, versus factory bikes and and uh there, yeah, if you've ever rode a factory bike it's it's light, it's fast, it's you know, it does everything right, so um and you wanna go really fast and you wanna ride that, that, that level that you're comfortable at. And uh, you know, with me being a mechanic, have the bike
0: that gives you that extra one percent.
1: <laughs> yeah, and with me being a mechanic, and you know, having pretty much production stuff that's set up for the average person, you know, makes it a little bit tougher.
0: Solid. So uh, um, we're, we're just, like, the, the race is tomorrow. Is there any word on whether or not that uh, um, the great Steve Mathis will be uh, breaking out a pit board, maybe some uh, some T-handles for you, uh, getting you prepped up on the line, or at least hanging off the fence, encouraging you? Uh, you I'm sure he's tracked you down uh, by now.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, actually he hasn't, um, but we were just at dinner and, and one of the other guys said, uh, asked me if he was going to be my mechanic. Um, at the gate or whatever he's going to do. So Um, I haven't talked to him, but I'm sure he'll be there. As soon as the cameras come out, he'll be, uh, he'll be, he'll be ready to go. So Um, I probably need to probably touch base with him tonight.
0: Lights, camera, Mathis, that would be uh, really cool to see you guys uh, back together, even uh, even if he's just packing the gate or something along those lines. Um, as far as uh, who you're looking forward to riding with, uh, obviously you're a Kawasaki guy and uh, you've got a great relationship with a lot of the guys over there. But uh, is there anyone else to, uh, down the line that uh, you either grew up riding with that you don't see so much uh, or uh, guys that you, you just don't come across too, too often uh, Go like uh, that you don't see at the races uh, very often?
1: Um, you know, not anybody in particular. I mean, I think it's always cool when you even for me, you know, line up with Jeff Enig and Jeff Stanton and, you know, Guy Cooper, you know, I raced with Lindemann, and, you know, Raynard and Paul Michael, my, you know, my whole life, but to be on a line with those guys is pretty, uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty special. And, uh, you know, I looked up to a lot of those guys racing and with a whole laundry list of other guys that, you know, going to, you know, say Bradshaw and guys like that, that would be super cool to race race with and, and, uh, you know, get on the line with, but I think tomorrow it'll be good. I think, uh, there's there's some fast guys. I think Rainer's going to be really good. And, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think, uh, K brought his, his good bike. So I think everybody's a little bit, uh, a little bit nervous that he's gonna, he's going to go for the win for sure with a really good bike.
0: Well, I'm not too sure if uh, if Kevin had too many legit opportunities to put the boots to one uh, Ricky Carmichael doing his during his professional career. So uh, one would assume that uh, he'd champ at the bit to uh, stick it to him uh, in retirement.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's funny. So that yeah, maybe there's, I you know I think there's there's a little bit to say it to that, but I think at the end of the day, I think everybody, everybody's divided. Everybody's kind of laughing, and whatever happens, happens. I don't think there's. Uh, is going to be too much. I think, you know, there could be a good chance that, um, that they do more of these in the future. Um, you know, if the fans like it and, uh, you know, it brings, uh, brings people out to the races.
0: For sure. Now, uh, coming back to uh, the the professional or the, a professional race, and obviously you're at the races quite often, uh, just with uh, when you were working with Trey, and then you've worked with RJ Hampshire and guys like that. So you do not completely removed. But uh, when, when the bike's underneath the tent, and uh, you're looking at getting out on that the circuit again, uh, are you reminded of such things as uh, maybe taking the uh, the first overall in the uh, the 2001 opening round at Glen Helen?
1: <laughs> no. It's uh, you know, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty content right now. with um, what I'm doing. You know, it's fun to, you know, being in the tent and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I, um, you know, I had a good, a good career. In uh, had a lot of good races, and you know, motocross nations were really special, and some supercross races that were great. So, um, but yeah, no, my days, uh, my days come and gone, and it's all, uh, it's all fun now.
0: Now, uh, uh, your focus uh, has changed to uh, training riders, as well as as your son Evan. How's Evan doing? I understand that uh, uh, he had some success down at the ranch this year, and uh, I got to think that uh, you're nothing but proud of him, as well as uh, seeing his success like that might even make you want to uh, get out there and uh, head back to the ranch. Again, I know you've done that once uh, once before since uh, hanging him up.
1: Yeah, I was talking about doing it this year, and uh we've been, been talking about doing it again, possibly next year, uh, just to kind of fill the week, you know, because a lot of days there's just one moto with my son. So, uh, so I may end up you know, getting out there and trying again, but yeah, he did well down there. He got a, uh, ninth overall. That's his first top 10. And, uh, anybody that's been down there, you know, can realize that the competition level is just insane. So, um, to get a top 10 is, uh, is tough to do nowadays. And, uh, that was his first top 10, I was really proud of how he did. He, uh, he rode hard, he had a lot of, a lot of tip-overs and crashes that uh, he fought back from, which I thought were probably more important than really even the result.
0: Solid, so uh, what's the idea for, uh, for the Moto Kit tomorrow? Uh, if you're coming out for a one-off event, you want to make sure the, the kit's on point. Who's taking care of you and uh, do, you, do you know what? if you're going retro or are you, are you staying, uh, staying current? What's the story?
1: No, I'm not going retro. No, I got a good, a good uh, affiliation with with Alias, and uh, so they did my gear up. They put the logos on them, and, and uh, you know everything looks looks official. I got a new, new fly helmet, and my wife's come up. She's uh, she hasn't been to an outdoor national um, since uh, motocross nations when they had in Manhattan, Colorado, so she's uh, she's excited. Fine. She thought it was pretty cool to see us, uh, you know, cruise in with you know gear bag and be under the trucks again, and and I, although she said we look a little bit slow, um, she said like we look like a bunch of vet riders, um, which I think a little bit Accurate. hard, but it's all
0: good. <laughs> uh, your toughest critic uh, of hammering you once again uh, well tim it's been a pleasure to have you on the show i just want to take a few minutes before you uh nod it off this evening to uh, pick your brain a little bit and uh, wish you the best of luck in tomorrow's race i hope that everyone uh, listening uh really appreciate you taking me giving me some time because i know i appreciate it and uh yeah like i said um best of luck and uh we'll, we'll chat again
1: yeah thanks man i appreciate you yeah, It should be fun and uh, hopefully it'll be you know, have a good time. I hope the fans love it and everybody gets out there safe.
0: Excellent. You take All care. Right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll chat again soon. All right, thanks. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.